Welcome everyone to the next episode of the Light of Life podcast. I'm your host, Naomi, and today I'm here with David. David, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, so you said my name is David. I'm owner of Max Fit KC, a fitness facility that focuses on changing habits and really optimizing the health rather than just weight loss. Um, and beyond that, I've done a lot of mental and emotional coaching as well. That's something that's been a recent journey of mine. Thank you, David. And um, yes, so um, my first question for you is, um, what has been your journey uh, through your mental health? Yeah, so I grew up, I didn't have the best childhood. My parents really shouldn't have been, you know, married, but they stuck it out for us kids. But there was a lot, a lot of issues with that. And so growing up in that situation, you pick up a lot of behaviors um, and things that you're conditioned to believe and feel. Mm -hmm. And that really dictates the actions you take. And so for a while, I mean, I did okay, but it really hindered, you know, my progress in life and where I wanted to go with it. And until I, I really didn't know that, right? I don't think a lot of people know what happened or why it happened. We just act certain ways and we don't really pay attention to why we act that way. Mm -hmm. So until I did, there was a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors that I performed and just did in general that really slowed, I would say, my progress of getting to a healthier and happier life. Wow. Yes. Um, when did you first realized that your experiences from childhood were impacting your mental health? So that's a hard one. Um, I would say I really set with it when I was getting mm -hmm. frustrated with where I was at in life. So I remember 13 and 14, I think 13 ish, um, really sitting down with myself and going, I'm never going to cry again. I'm just not going to be unhappy. And like from that day forward, I just chose to never focus on any emotion besides happiness, which is, you know, impossible in a sense, but I chose to either distract myself or just say that, you know, I'm going to be happy regardless of what happens, which feels good at the moment, but not dealing with the issues creates that lagging effect where it starts to bubble over into other areas of my life. And so from relationships, to friendships, to how I um, opened the business I started. There's a lot of things I did that weren't quite the best, but because of how I grew up, those ways I felt and how it changed my behaviors, you know, really affected all those areas pretty bad. And then one day I had a friend that also went down the journey before I did, and I started talking to her and she opened up about a lot of things. It was like, well, man, that's pretty similar to what I went through. Not quite the same, but definitely, you know, the challenges. Mm -hmm. And so I started saying, well, maybe I'm not as successful as I want to be because of me. Like it's how I react, how I behave, how my thoughts are. And I started looking into it. And so it was kind of around the 27 to 30 mark that I really started to have these ideas of what I wanted. And then about 30 to 32, I started to actually, I would say, sit with the idea that I have to change. Like if I don't change now, mm -hmm. then I'm going to continue the path I'm on. 
And so about 34, 35, my brain really started to shift and look for things to help me out. And over the last four-ish years, I've been really taking a deep dive into myself. Every year, I get a little more deeper, a little more understanding of where I'm at, why I'm this way. And that's helped me shift my mindset around a lot of things. Yes. Wow. That's amazing, David. Um, what what made you realize um, you needed to reach out for help? Uh, I read a book called Psycho-Cybernetics which is more about visualizing the things you want to happen and like connecting with those feelings. And then I started realizing this is a lot harder to do on my own, very challenging. So I had some other books I read that was really psychological and neuroscience based. And so that psycho cybernetics took a lot of what they already did, the actual real science and showed how it could be possible. And then, you know, going through myself going, okay, the truth is I think I have blind spots that I'm not catching by myself. So I started reaching out to random people, um, you know, asking what they did and just went through a plethora of programs. Honestly, I couldn't get enough of it because every time I went to another one and tried it out, I would pick something up, a tool or a, a, a different way of looking at things that really helped me shift uh, and change those, those behaviors or at least become really aware of them so I can pay attention when it's happening and begin to change what I'm doing. Wow, that's amazing, David. Um, thank you for sharing your story. And um, what advice do you have to anyone who um, has experienced trauma in childhood? Uh, I would definitely say reaching out to someone else to help you with it. Someone who either has been there or, you know, a professional, a licensed professional. I think there's a lot more coaching going on that you don't necessarily need a specific psychiatrist to help you out. There's a lot of coaches that go through counseling and stuff like that, that they have licenses and can really help you out. Um, but definitely finding someone that can help you see the blind spots that you may be missing so that we're not just walking around hoping and praying to get that, you know, healing and that change we want. We have someone that can help us pull it out of us on our own and then direct us in a way that is really beneficial and actually helps us be successful with it. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Um, reaching out um, for help uh, and can um, will definitely make an impact um, in, uh, in uh, getting help for your mental health uh, in the long run and addressing the, the trauma you went through. It's, it's so important. Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. absolutely too many things we go through life and we kind of carry these things and it really dictates our behaviors and the actions we take and when it does that it's not really us you know mm -hmm. authentically us i should say it's that experience or perspective we picked up and that can really detour people off of having a life that they want to have yes absolutely um as um i would also like to say, um, as soon as you reach out for help, uh, it's it's hard to go through therapy, but um, it's you're it's going to give you such a much more peaceful, happier life. <laughs> yeah, one of uh, a person that I know has been through some way worse worse stuff than I have, but I remember him saying something: um, reaching out for help isn't giving up; it's the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. Yes, um, I've, I've heard the quote before, um, asking for help isn't a sign of weakness. Making the decision to work on yourself is the bravest thing you can do. I can't I can't remember who said it, but I heard that quote somewhere, and uh, yeah. I think everyone should uh, stand by that quote. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, it's it to me that was the hardest thing I did was actually mm-hmm. opening up about that stuff and talking about it and working yeah. through it. You know, as a trainer, I've worked out, I've done some crazy physical feats in my life, climbed really hardcore mountains, but that was harder, one hundred percent being vulnerable and emotional like that was definitely way more challenging opening up those wounds that i had covered up and tried to shove in the back of my head mm-hmm. uh yeah i think to for most people it would be one of the hardest things they ever do but also one of the most liberating liberating things they ever do absolutely um i'm so glad you mentioned that um it is very hard to be vulnerable and to open up about trauma um but um as soon as as soon as you do it, it's going to make you feel um, so much better. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. Is there anything else you would like to share? Um, I like, one of the things I like to think about is when I'm working towards generating my, my goals in life or like my making sure that what my life is what I'm doing with my actions in my life are aligning with what I really am happy with is I like to talk about my four pillar system, which is trying to find things that you enjoy if you didn't have or money wasn't an option. So best thing I think about is if you have all the money in the world, you've bought everything you wanted physically, like cars, house, nothing like that. All that stuff's bought. Now you don't have anything else that you want and desire. What would you want to include in your life? that wasn't really money-based every day or every week that would make you happy. And so for me, I put some things into basically four pillars and it's one pillar is physical adventure. So doing things outside in nature that physically challenges me. Uh, Another thing is having deep conversations like this, talking with people about things beyond the small talk. I really love doing competition so um, i like whether it's board games or pickleball or basketball i just love the the competition piece of it and then the fourth part is having an impact i like to have a significant impact on this world so that anything that i can do that brings me joy so i look at my life i make sure i put one thing in there that i can do for each of those pillars every week or each month or even every day because a lot of things I can do every day and I will have a really happy life. But to do that, it was unraveling, like you said, this this conditioning that I had when I was growing up to desire certain things or avoid certain things. And so once you really reach out for help and start to understand yourself, you can start aligning your daily activities and weekly activities with things that you truly value. And then regardless of whether you have the normal amount of money or really expensive or even a low amount of money, you can enjoy your life on a much higher level than you did before. Wow. That's all really amazing advice. Um, and I think you're absolutely right about all those things. Thank you so much for coming onto my podcast, David. Absolutely.